You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are able to use your employment rights to get the answers you need to secure your rights at work. This week, as we continue with our theme on dismissals, we move into probably one of the most controversial areas of dismissals, which are unfair dismissals that are procedurally unfair. Now, The reason procedurally unfair dismissals can be so controversial is that even if you have behaved badly at work, let's say you're being bullied and you lose your temper and maybe strike your bully and you admit this and then you're sacked, your dismissal could still be unfair if your employer did not follow a fair dismissal procedure. But also, your dismissal remains unfair on the record, even if you would have still been dismissed had your employer followed that fair procedure. The key point is that your employer did not follow the procedure at the time, and that renders your dismissal unfair. So what is procedurally unfair? What does it mean? Well, Remember our example about striking your bully? In that example, even where your employer has established that you have done something wrong at work that warrants your dismissal, i.e. hitting your colleague, which your employer feels is a potentially fair reason to dismiss you, it is the way your employer dismisses you that makes the dismissal unfair. Alongside the Employment Rights Act, all employers, and that's all employers without exception, must, not may, but must follow procedures as set out in the ACAS Code of Practice on Disciplinary and Grievance. ACAS stands for the Advisory Conciliation and Arbitration Service. And it is a UK-based organisation that contributes a lot of policy and practical steps for how to apply employment rights. And every employer is expected to be mindful of the ACAS Code. And although the ACAS Code of Practice is not law, it does carry weight in employment tribunals, who will immediately look to see if the Code has been followed when dealing with unfair dismissals. Because the conduct of employers when dismissing employees is measured against the expected minimum standards set out in the ACAS code. If an employer cannot show that this code has been followed to the letter, then your dismissal may be unfair, even if your employer believes there is a fair reason to dismiss you. Remember, in dismissals about unfair procedures, It is not solely about what you may have done to warrant your dismissal. It is also about the way you are dismissed. So let's take a look at what ACAS says all employers must do when dismissing employees. 
And just to let you know, we'll put a link to the ACAS code in the show notes for this week's episode. The ACAS code says there are three things your employer is expected to do if your employer is considering dismissing you. Number one, your employer must write or tell you about the allegations you are facing. ACAS says this is important because if you are facing allegations which could lead to your dismissal, you need to know about the allegations so you can prepare a defence against the allegations. Number two, your employer must hold a meeting with you at which you will be given an opportunity to tell your side of the story meaning to state your defence against the allegations. ACAS says this is important because if an employer is going to make a decision to dismiss you, that decision should at least be made when the employer has all the facts and all the information about the complaints made against you. And the final step is that once your employer has made the decision to dismiss you, you should at least have the right to appeal against that decision. ACAS says this is important because if an employee is faced with losing their job, they should at least have an opportunity to challenge the decision to dismiss. You'll remember that we've explored these three points before in earlier episodes of the podcast, so you're likely to know that when these three ACAS actions are combined together, the actions are collectively referred to as a three-step procedure. And this three-step procedure, meaning all the steps must be followed, is the minimum standard every employer is expected to use when dismissing an employee. If your employer doesn't follow a basic three-step procedure or misses out any one of the three steps when making the decision to dismiss you, it's likely that the dismissal may be procedurally unfair and you'll be able to make a claim to an employment tribunal to review your employer's decision to dismiss you. And if the tribunal agrees that your employer did not follow the ACAS code, the tribunal can make an award against your employer, which is called an uplift. And what this means is that any financial award the tribunal makes against your employer Let's say the tribunal makes a financial award for your unfair dismissal. Where there is also a finding that your employer did not follow the ACAS code, that financial award can be uplifted by up to 25%. So, for example, get an award for £1,000 and that award could be uplifted by as much as £250 to make the award £1,250. Now we'll take a quick look at an actual employment tribunal case which was heard in 2020 and involved an employee who complained of several breaches of his employment rights by his employer. But for now, we'll focus on the part of the complaint where the employee said he had been dismissed without any regard to the ACAS code of practice. The employee brought a case to the tribunal where he complained that he was simply dismissed by text message without ever knowing there was a problem with his work, without ever being given an opportunity to defend himself against the allegations 
and without ever being given a right of appeal against the decision to dismiss him. Here's what the Employment Tribunal judge said about that case. I further have to consider whether the respondent, that's the employer, whether the respondent followed a reasonably fair procedure. The claimant, that's the employee, the claimant's evidence is that he was simply informed by text that he was no longer required. If the dismissal was in relation to conduct, no investigation was carried out. If the dismissal arose due to the need to reduce staff, no consultation or selection process for redundancy was followed. I heard no evidence as to company procedure in relation to conduct or redundancy dismissals, as it was evident in the circumstances that no such procedure had been followed. There is therefore no evidence on which it is possible to say that if a fair procedure had been followed, the claimant would have been dismissed. I find that the respondent did not follow ACAS guidance in relation to the dismissal. Moreover, the respondent, in my judgment, sought to contrive a situation to dismiss the claimant as quickly as possible without any regard to proper procedure and contrived circumstances in which to do so. In the circumstances, I consider that an uplift of 25% for a failure to comply with ACAS codes should be added to the claimant's awards. So here, you're able to see how a failure to follow a three-step dismissal procedure has led to a finding in support of the employee. Now, we've laid the groundwork for this procedure so that next week, we can take a bit of a deeper dive into procedurally unfair dismissals to take a look at what happens when your conduct contributes to your dismissal, even when your dismissal is procedurally unfair. That's going to be a really interesting episode, so remember to listen out for it. And that's it for this week. You can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this week's podcast episode. And remember, you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues. You'll also find those links in the show notes. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.